Hello and welcome to The Quiz Kids from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Listen to it, Fizz! Alka-Seltzer for headache. Alka-Seltzer for acid indigestion. Alka-Seltzer for cold discomfort. Alka-Seltzer presents The Quiz Kid. Let me have your attention, children. Here's today's first question. What are the best reasons you can think of to prove that there really is a Santa Claus? And now let's meet the youngsters here in our classroom today. And here they are, the Quiz Kids and the chief quizzer himself, Joe Kelly. <laughs> Thank you, Bob Murphy, and hello, everyone. Welcome to another competitive question session with radio's famous quiz kids. We have five bright-eyed youngsters here in class today to consider the questions you listeners have sent in, and here they are. Lonnie? I'm Lonnie Lundy. I'm 13 years old and in the eighth grade at Lincoln School in Park Ridge, Illinois. Joel? I'm Joel Kupperman. I'm 12 years old in eighth grade in the Volta School in Chicago. Patrick? I am Patrick Owen Conlon. I'm 11 years old in seventh grade at Fort Dearborn School in Chicago. Ruthie? I'm Ruthie Duskin. I'm 14 years old and I'm in 3B at South Shore High School. And one of our youngest quiz kids, little Melvin. I'm Melvin Miles. I'm five years old. I go to kindergarten Nord Park School. Well, now, children, let's get back to that first question from Mrs. O. Watkins of New York. What are the best reasons you can think of to prove that there really is a Santa Claus? Uh, Melvin? Well, uh, <clears throat> I could uh, think one way. We could say to go down to look around, you know, at fields where we were. Yes. <laughs> really, and uh, see, and that will prove that there is a Santa Claus to, uh, you know, because they'll see him there. So yes. what, uh, how could they prove? And another reason yes. is if people could are a lot of gifts for the poor children. Well, not only poor, you know, but other children. Oh, sure. Who don't believe in. So they could just um, have someone, a lot of people order things, you know, for yeah. the children, little children, and then they could uh, find out. They'll wake up on Christmas morning and they'll find uh, gifts, and that's, our, that's one way to prove. Yes. Can you think of any others, uh, Melvin? Well, um, <clears throat> another way is Maybe if you go anywhere for Christmas Eve, you could um, see that there's usually a Santa Claus over there, you know, yes. as a part of the party, and that's another way to prove it. Yes, that's true. Well, I'll tell you now, Melvin, I, I, I think you've convinced all of us. Yes, uh, you've covered the subject very thoroughly, so I guess that's all we need on it. And that means that the makers of Alka-Seltzer send Mrs. O. Watkins of New York a fine Zenith Transoceanic Shortwave Portable Radio for sending us that question. That's always the reward, friends, when the quiz kids answer your question correctly. If they miss... Alka-Seltzer sends you a big Zenith radio phonograph combination with a new Cobra tone arm, two FM bands, a set of real beauty. So try your hand at stumping these youngsters. Send your questions to Quiz Kids Chicago. Now, uh, here's a question for you Quiz Kids from Mrs. W.L. Powers of Hamburg, New York, that ought to recall childhood days to all of us adults. What objects are you apt to be looking at when you recite these rhymes. Here's the first one. Rich man, poor man, beggar man, chief, or thief, doctor, lawyer, merchant, chief. All right, let's see. Pat? Well, you'd be looking at buttons on your coat. Why? Well, because you count down and how many buttons you have, rich man, poor man, so on. 
And uh, the one that it finally ends up on is what you're going to be when you grow up. And oh, if it that's... ends up on thief or poor man, you're out of luck. Yes, I should say so. Uh-huh. All right, now how about this next one? This little pig went to market. This little pig stayed home. Uh, Ruthie? Toes. Baby's toes. Baby's toes, uh-huh. And last, I wish I may, I wish I might have the wish I wish tonight. Pat? Well, you'd be looking up at stars because, uh... Uh, an old saying goes that when you see your first star in the night, you make this wish and the wish will come true. Uh-huh, fine. And you say and that little rhyme with it. Yes. Uh, Melba, what were you going to say? Well, I was going to say the same thing. Uh, you'd be looking up at stars. Stars, and I guess if you uh, if you tell someone like I do, I wish for Christmas money last night, it really came true. I told my mother and daddy. And, and no. that's the best way, yes. It came true, huh? Yes. Oh, that's wonderful. Say, I'm going to try that out tonight myself, uh-huh. Yes, sirree. Well, that's fine. Mm-hmm. All right, now, here's a clever question from Mr. Lynn Thomas of Rockwell City, Iowa. I shall read you several well-known quotations, but I omit a word from each quotation, kids. The word omitted is the same as the name of a character found in Dickens. Now, you children are to supply the word and tell in what Dickens novel you would find the character. Here's the first quotation. The curfew tolls the blank of parting day. Joel? Nell. So that'd be uh, Nell in Old Curiosity Shop by Dickens. That's right. Absolutely right. Good boy. I'll see what we can do with this next one. It takes a blank of living in a house to make it home. Ruthie? It takes a heap of living, and that would be Uriah Heap in... Um... Uh, oh, darn. David Copperfield. David Copperfield is correct. Good girl, Ruthie. Huh? Now, try this music question uh, from Phyllis Colbert of Chicago. Our organist, Howard Peterson, will play a song whose title suggests a city. Then you kids are to give a song title that suggests the country where you would find that city. You must get two on three on this. See if you can identify this first city. All right, Howard. <laughs> Lonnie? The country is uh, Brazil. That's Maria from Bahia. That's what? That's Maria from Bahia. No. Bahia isn't. No, I'm sorry. No, no, let's have that again. Uh... Now, what is the name of that selection? Joel? Got something to do with Rio? It certainly has, but what? Uh, Lonnie? Well, then that's Brazil and South America. I, I knew it had something to do with Brazil. Yes, uh-huh. But you, uh, I, I still haven't... Uh, uh, Ruthie? Oh, well, uh, if it is Brazil, you could use um, uh, something like I'm Chiquita Banana, which uh, Carmen Miranda sings. Well, I know, like honey, that. but we just heard the song now, see? Oh. We're trying to clear up the title of the song, see? That's it. Now, Pat, you had your hand up. Well, I think it's something like A Girl from Rio... But uh, anyway, it'd be Brazil would be an appropriate song. Well, yes, that's, that's true. That part Brazil. of it is true. Nobody seems to be able to tell me the name of the selection. We've got one word right. Rio. Lonnie? Well, you could, for the song, I don't know what the song is, but for the song you could sing, you could sing, uh, Way down among Brazilians, coffee beans. Well, Lonnie, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, you know, it's the title of the song. I'm going to tell you what it is. Oh. It's Flying Down to Rio. That's the name. You, uh, Brazil, the p- part you gave me on Brazil is correct. Uh-huh. All right, I'll see what we can do with the next one. All right, kids. Now, uh, that's quite an old timer. And uh, what is the name of that song? Of course, 
we get the name of the song, that gives us the key to the uh, other part of the question. No hands up? All right. The name of that is Valencia. Now, look, two hands up. Lonnie? Well, that's Spain. Yes. And, uh, well, some any song with a Spanish air to it you could sing. There are several popular songs could you with name Spanish one? words. Well, right Just now name there's Quanta La Gusta. It's well, that's popular. all right. That's fine. Mm-hmm. And uh, here is the last one. Pat? Well, that, that, is, a tw- that is a tune with many uh, titles. Yes, but I, I suppose you'd be referring to London Derriere. London Derriere, that's right. And, and... Uh, then you'd say, uh, you could say uh, Scotland's Burning, referring to England, of course, because Scotland is a territory of England. Well, or not... London Bridge is Falling Down. Oh, now, Pat, what oh, other... Uh... Oh, dear, what other country? Uh, London Derriere. Oh, Ireland, of course. Ireland, Ireland, sure. Right, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Faith, and I thought she was going to no, let an old Irishman like myself yeah. down on that one. Well, you kids missed on that. That means that uh, Phyllis Culver of Chicago, uh, who sent the question in, uh, gets one of the big Zenith radio photograph combinations from the makers of Alka-Seltzer. Now, and while I'm selecting this next one from the Alka-Seltzer question box quiz kids, there's Bob Murphy. And I'd just like to remind you folks listening that we're right in the midst of the cold catching season now. You may be caught with a cold right now. Or maybe someone in the family has one. Well, if so, you'll want to remember Alka-Seltzer and the relief it can give to much of your cold distress. Just follow Alka-Seltzer's ABC cold comfort treatment. It's easy, it's simple, and here's the way it goes. A stands for Alka-Seltzer. Start taking it at the first sign of a cold to help relieve that miserable, ache-in-every-bone, feverish feeling. B means be wise, beware of drafts, be careful of your diet, dress warmly, and be sure you get as much rest as possible. And C, C stands for comfort, the comfort an Alka-Seltzer gargle can give the sore throat caused by your cold. That's it, Alka-Seltzer's ABC cold comfort treatment. If you have a cold, get a package of Alka-Seltzer from your drugstore right away and start these ABCs. Better ask for that extra package, too. For an extra package on the side keeps the household well supplied with Alka-Seltzer. Now, children, you might get an idea for making some Christmas presents from this question from Mrs. Joe Lotshaw of Wichita, Kansas. If you treated pine cones with chemical salts so that they will burn various colors in the fireplace, what would you use to make a violet flame? Ruthie. You'd use potassium, but you'd have to be sure that there wasn't any sodium mixed with it or else it would uh, look yellow. Yes, uh-huh, yes. Uh-huh. And how about uh, green flame? Ruthie, again. Well, you could use barium or you could use copper, sometimes boron, but not always. Uh-huh. Very, very good, Ruthie. Very good. Now, uh, this question from Charles A. Kading of Watertown, Wisconsin, combines a grammar lesson with children's stories. You are to tell what the pronoun his refers to in these stories. The little gingerbread boy jumped on his nose. Now you're to tell on whose nose. Melvin. Well, that would be the fox's nose. That's right, the fox's nose. Uh Uh-huh. And then the fox ate the gingerbread boy. Now, uh, this second part here, his blue balloon was the one Winnie the Pooh chose when he tried to get some honey. Whose balloon was it? Melvin. 
I think there was a Christopher Robbins balloon. That's absolutely right. It sure was. <laughs> now, uh, this next question, Quiz Kids, is about... Uh, well, before we continue, I must have the undivided attention of everyone in the classroom. Now, that means you too, Bob Murphy. Hmm? Unless you can pay attention, you'll have to put on the dunce cap and sit in the corner. Oh, golly, I'm sorry, Joe. And, you know, I suppose I should wear that dunce cap, too, because you know what I was doing, Joe? I was trying to figure out what I'd do with a $1,000 United States security bond. Oh, you're thinking about that $1,000 security bond that the Miles Laboratories are giving as the first prize for the best letter in this year's Quiz Kids Best Teacher Contest, aren't you? You bet I am, Joe. And if I were in grade school or, or high school, I'd be in there pitching, believe me. You know, Joe, I had a favorite teacher once, and she was now, really... Now, uh, hold everything, Bob. Uh, Joe, I'm not kidding you. She was a wonderful teacher. Now, this... never mind, Bob. Let's, let's talk to the boys and girls listening in about this year's Best Teacher Contest. And students, it's really a wonderful opportunity. Besides that $1,000 United States security bond, if your letter is selected as the best letter, you get an exciting two-week trip conducted by the Happiness Travel Agency of Chicago. Now, this is called the Happiness Three nations tour, and it takes you and uh, either your mother or father to Canada, to the West Coast, and down into old Mexico. Now, that's the grand first prize. The makers of Alka-Seltzer are giving two second prizes, two $500 United States security bonds for the next two best letters, and then for the next 20 best letters, there are 20 Schwinn bicycles. Just think of winning one of these streamlined modern bikes. It would be like a dream come true, wouldn't it? Or if you won a handsome 17-jewel Longines Whitnor watch, wouldn't that be something? Well, there are 30 of these fine Longines Whitnor watches to be given away for the next 30 best letters. And then the next 500 best letters, there are 500 gold-plated quiz kid pins and honor certificates. Altogether, there are 553 prizes for you grade school and high school students in our best teacher contest this year. So get your letters in, boys and girls. And don't forget, if your letter wins first prize, your teacher receives, along with the outstanding honor of being selected the best teacher of 1949, $2,500 from the makers of Alka-Seltzer for a full year study at some university or college. Besides that, your teacher will appear on our nationwide Quiz Kids program, be entertained for a full week here in Chicago, and then that proud and happy teacher will be whisked to the airport where a big DC-6 Delta airliner will be waiting. This new luxurious Delta airliner will be your teacher's magic carpet to Miami Beach, Florida, where for one whole week, this best teacher of 1949 will enjoy the hospitality of the smart McFadden Deauville Hotel on the oceanfront. Besides all of this for the winning teacher, the Miles Laboratories are offering two second-place awards for teachers of $1,000 each. And now how about it, boys and girls? Have you written your letter about your favorite teacher? This contest closes midnight, December 18th. Your letter must be postmarked before then, so there's not too much time left. All you do to enter is write a letter of any length on the subject, The Teacher Who Has Helped Me Most. You may write about a teacher you have this year or one you've had in the past, providing that teacher is still teaching. Yes, and don't forget, at the beginning of your letter, state your name, age, school, grade, and home address, and the name and school of the teacher you write about. Then send your letter to Quiz Kids Best Teacher Contest, Chicago 77, Illinois. 
All letters become the property of the scholarship committee. Decision of the judges will be final, and in case of ties, duplicate prizes will be awarded. Keep this in mind, boys and girls. What you say is more important than how you say it. The judges will look for sincere, honest statements, and you must write your letter by yourself without help from anyone. Remember, send your letter to Quiz Kids Best Teacher Contest, Chicago 77, Illinois. And don't wait. This contest closes midnight, December 18th. And now back to today's competitive question session. This next question is from Arthur L. Shepard of Columbia Falls, Montana. If we ask the following animals to supply a musical instrument for a jazz band, and each contributed uh, one suggested by the name of the sound he makes... What would each give? First, what would an elephant give? Pat? Well, he, uh, he snorts or blows. <laughs> well, Joe? A horn, I think. Well, what kind of a horn? A uh, French horn. <laughs> well, wait a minute. I thought we're on the right track here, Pat. Might be a tuba. A tuba? <laughs> no. <laughs> he, uh, what is it, uh... uh well, maybe, is there such a thing as a long horn for his trunk or something? Well, no, I'll tell you, the uh, elephant trumpets uh, when he makes that uh, sound, and uh, so naturally it would be a trumpet. Uh, what would a rough grouse give? A rough grouse. Remember now, the instrument is suggested by the name of the sound that he makes, the rough grouse. What does he, what kind of a sound does he make, and how does he go about it? You give up on this one, too? Well, the answer is drums. The rough grouse beats with his wings in rapid succession, makes sort of a drum sound. They call it uh, drumming uh, with his wings. Now, uh, here's, uh, here's one here. This is just for fun. What, uh, what might a giraffe give? Ruthie? Nothing. A giraffe doesn't make any noise. Well, uh, we're thinking in terms of uh, something... Uh, Lonnie? Well, he's got a long neck, so it might be one of these uh, real long horns or something that he... That have a real long uh, neck or something, but really it, it makes no so sound at all. Uh, well, so, Ruthie really gave me the answer, but oh, she didn't oh, give me it, the part it of the be an instrument. Well, there's something with the. Oh, oh, oh. oh. All right, Kelly. Ruthie. Well, there's a, a thing called a mute that you put on a instrument. A mute. That's it. That's the answer that I want. Well, kids, we missed when the elephants were trumpeting and the uh, rough grouse were drumming. <laughs> so uh, that means that Arthur L. Shepard of Columbia Falls, Montana, uh, is going to be very, very happy because Alka-Seltzer is sending him a big Zenith radio phonograph combination for stumping you kids. Now then, Carl R. Canterbury of Moline, Illinois, got the idea of trying you quiz kids on this pitch question which he, or when he read a nursery rhyme in which various church bells of London seem to say things. Our sound man will uh, ring several kinds of bells, each one associated with Christmas, and you children are to tell what these bells say by identifying the note each one makes when it is rung. When you've given your answers, I'll check them with Howard Peterson at the organ to see if you're right. Now, you must get two out of three. Here's the first one. Bonnie? Well, uh, that's a G, G, F sharp, G, well, G and F sharp, or G flat. I well, G and F sharp, you G think? and F sharp, or F sharp could also be G flat, but uh, I think it's F sharp, so... Uh, you stick to G and F, uh, G flat and F sharp? 
No, G oh, and F-sharp. Oh, just G. G and F-sharp, uh-huh. but F-sharp and G-flat sound the same, so it could be either one of those. Well, how about that, Howard? Uh... All right, let's see. Lonnie again. Well, that's either F-sharp or G-flat or D-flat or C-sharp. They're the same things. How about that, Howard? Right, huh? All right. <laughs> And uh, now this next bell is one you often hear on the streets around Christmas time. Listen. Lonnie? Well, that's A. You say that's A? Or Joe? else D. That's C. That is uh, C, you say? Lonnie again. Well, it's either A or D. It's a little hard to distinguish. Well, it. let's have it again, Bill. Lonnie? Well, I'm quite sure that that's A. Or else it's C-sharp. It's a, it sounds sort of a duo tone, you know, uh, some undertones and overtones, but uh, I'm quite sure the main note is A. Let's have it on the, the organ, Howard. the undertone is C-sharp. Bonnie? Well, that, I think, was the undertone, but it was C-sharp, definitely. Definitely C-sharp? C-sharp or D-flat. That's right. So. You're right, Bonnie. That's right. And uh, here's the last one. Now, you'll have to identify two notes. Melvin? Well, um, I don't know if I really understand the question quite well, you know, but... uh... (laughs) All right, son. Now, what... uh... Do you mean uh, what kind of bell that would be? Well, uh, yeah, what kind of a bell is that? Well, I think that would be a Christmas bell. Well, you're right. That's just what it is. Yes, sir. Oh, you got that right, didn't you? Huh? I bet he was ringing Christmas bells last night when he was wishing on his star. Is that right, Melvin? No. No? All right, Lonnie? That's D and G. D and G. How about that, Howard? Yes. Right, says Howard. Very good. Mm-hmm. Now, before I ask you another qu- uh, question, quiz kids. I'd like to ask the folks listening in how that Christmas card and gift list is coming along. Well, Joe, I can imagine a lot of our friends would have to admit that they're not as far along as they'd like to be. I know the other night at our house, we were trying to make out a list of names and suitable gifts, keeping the Christmas budget in mind all the time, of course. And golly, we worked so hard at it that my wife suddenly discovered she had a headache. And uh, Wait a minute, Bob. We're talking about Christmas and the fun of giving gifts. Not headaches. Well, sure, Joe, but uh, there's a lot of planning and a lot of rushing from store to store buying Christmas presents before that fun you speak of. And it can all be mighty tiring. And as a result, you can suffer from headache pain. The folks listening know what I'm talking about. And say, friends, when you do want fast, effective relief from a headache, just try Alka-Seltzer. Yes, try it. That's all we ask you to do. Alka-Seltzer will do the rest. Next time you have a headache, just drop one or two Alka-Seltzer tablets into a glass of water, listen to it fizz, then drink it. Alka-Seltzer is already dissolved before you take it. So it's analgesic sodium acetyl salicylate, one of the world's most effective pain relievers, is right ready to go to work. And because of its effervescent base, because of that familiar fizz, Alka-Seltzer gets there fast, gives amazingly fast relief. Yes, remember, when headache causes grief, Misery can be brief. Take Alka-Seltzer for relief. Well, children, uh, 
Dr. George E. Anderson of Brooklyn, New York, has read that as a group, you quiz kids are just about the healthiest, sturdiest bunch of youngsters that ever hit a sandlot football field. He would like to know what rules you kids follow to keep healthy. We'll start off with Ruthie. Well, I think the best rule is to just have a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. All right. And Joel? Well, uh, I eat rather heavily, uh, too heavily, my uh, parents say. But it doesn't show on me. I think if you eat a lot of nice, right foods, it uh, helps you. Yes. A couple, two or three bowls of cereal in the morning doesn't hurt. Yeah, yes. <laughs> three anyway, uh-huh. And, uh, Pat? Well, if you can engage in sports... As many sports as you can, yeah. and uh, eat the right foods, uh, you're you're pretty sure to keep healthy then. Mm-hmm. And Lonnie? Well, keep clean and see your dentist twice a year. And... Yeah. <laughs> Fine. And, uh, and uh, Melvin, now well, what are you? What are rules? I was going to say keep you... clean like uh, Lonnie did, and uh, and of course um, keep your fingernails clean every time, and brush <laughs> your teeth, and brush your teeth, you know. Yes. At least uh, once a day. Yes. And anything else? Well, and, uh, oh, I, I was going to say the same thing, uh, keep clean. I said that already. Yes, you said that before, yes, huh? Yeah, well, there's nothing like uh, making sure of, of it, huh? Oh, well, those are fine rules, kids. And uh, speaking of health, uh, there's one thing I would like to mention to you. December 6th to the 11th is National Diabetes Week. The United States Public Health Service estimates two million persons in the United States have diabetes, one million of whom do not know they have it. Now, many of these are children. To find the one million unknown diabetics, the American Diabetes Association has established many community detection centers where free tests will be given during this week. Because diabetes is six times as dangerous when unknown and untreated, everyone is urged to ask his family doctor for complete information. Well, back to questions here. Uh, Joel Philip Whitkin of uh, Brooklyn, New York has noticed that this year's All-American football teams include some interesting combinations of names. He asks, according to his last name, what All-American halfback might you find in a courtroom? Lonnie. Justice of North Carolina. What's his first name? Charlie. Charlie Justice Justice. of North Carolina. Right. (laughs) According to his last name, uh, what All-American quarterback might you find in a department store? Lonnie again. Walker. Doke that, Walker. That's right, for Floor Walker. Doke Walker. <laughs> Uh-oh. Wait a minute. Hold everything. Yes, sirree. Well, that's the bell. That means the judges will tackle this next question, Quiz Kids. Yes, we want to know who won this question session. While we're waiting for the answer, here's an important message about one-a-day brand vitamins. Have you had your vitamins today? Are you giving your family the protection of one-a-day brand multiple vitamins for the winter months ahead? You buy winter coats and warm clothing as insurance against winter weather, but by all means, remember your wintertime vitamin insurance, too. Can you be sure that your diet is not low in vitamins? Don't take chances. Be sure. Take one one one-a-day brand multiple vitamin capsule every day this winter. Easy to take, low in cost. That large family-sized package of 120 capsules costs only $3 and a half. The 60-capsule package, only $2. Ask your druggist for one-a-day brand multiple vitamin capsules. 
Well, I'm ready now to give you your grades for your schoolwork this afternoon, Quiz Kids. But before I read them, let me remind you that win or lose, you will each receive a $100 security bond from the makers of Alka-Seltzer to help you with your future education. Now then, after taking into consideration your age, as well as the number of correct answers you gave, the judges report that as a class... Let's see, we missed uh, how many questions, uh... Two questions? Yeah, that's right. We missed two questions. Lonnie was first, Ruthie second, and uh, Pat, Joel, and Melvin all tied for third. Now, how do you like that? So that means next Sunday we'll have all five of you back. And uh, let me again remind all of you boys and girls listening in that there's not too much time left between now and December 18th. That's the closing date of this year's Best Teacher Contest, you know, so you'll want to get your letter in before that December 18th deadline. In fact, you'll want to get them in just as soon as you can because if you are the first student to nominate your teacher, we will send you a handsome certificate suitable for framing for you to present to your teacher. Now, thousands of these beautiful certificates will be mailed as your nominating letters are received. But remember, to receive one, you must be the first to nominate your teacher. So get those letters off right away to the Quiz Kids Best Teacher Contest Chicago 77, Illinois. And now, until we call class to order next Sunday at the same time, this is Joe Kelly dismissing the quiz kids. Goodbye, kids. Bye, Miss Kelly. Kelly. Listen to the Quiz Kids every week and listen to Alka-Seltzer's News of the World every Monday through Friday on most of these NBC stations. This is Bob Murphy speaking. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.